0: Friday's jobs data in the US was much what every investor was willing to see really. Yes, the NFP number was a bit higher than the expectations but the rest of the data actually hinted that the US jobs market has finally started giving away some strength and that obviously softens the Federal Reserve expectations for the year and as the US two-year papers scream buy. according to some analysts out there. So welcome to the new week of trading with Swiss Coats daily market talk. So last week ended on a positive note and this week started with a solid risk appetite as US jobs data hinted at a finally loosening jobs market in the US. While Chinese stocks actually rallied this Monday on further measures deployed by the Chinese government to yes support the country's faltering property market and in fact listen to this the latest news actually suggests that more than 1800 1800 new homes were sold in Beijing on Saturday alone last weekend after the Chinese government actually decided to ease the mortgage rules in China last week now I know I know China is such a huge huge place and you can't really feel how much is just too much but to give you a point of comparison, a benchmark, around 3,100 homes were sold in Beijing during the entire month of August. So last Saturday's 1,800 unit sales is actually a relatively strong, strong number. So as a result, the Hang index jumped more than 3% this Monday at the weekly open before actually pairing gains yet again. In the US, while the Friday's jobs data was good in terms of Fed expectations, it It was not perfect, perfect as NFP printed a number above analyst expectations because the US economy added 187,000 new non farm jobs last month in the US, but the unemployment rate ticked higher to 3.8%. So that was quite surprising and unexpected jump from 3.5% printed a month earlier. And that's not necessarily because people in the US lost their jobs, but because more people actually decided to join the US war force. So that probably also has something to do with the melting savings in the US, which probably encouraged people to go back to work and earn some money. And because there are more people looking for jobs in the US, well, the pressure on wages has also eased. This is what the data showed last Friday. The wages growth fell from 4.4 to 4.3% in August and compare with the latest inflation data. Well, growth in US wages still obviously outpace growth in consumer prices, so growth and inflation. But if we summarize all of the data released last week, well, last week's data show that the US jobs market actually could finally be losing because one, the Joel's data actually, which was also printed last week hinted at softening jobs market in the u.s the adp report hinted at softening jobs market in the u.s and finally friday's official jobs data hinted at softening jobs market in the u.s as well so last week ended on a cheery note in the u.s bonds market the u.s two-year yield which is as you know, the most sensitive to changes in Federal Reserve rate hike expectations Well, tipped a toe below the 4.80% level last week as investors took the opportunity to increase their bet that the Federal Reserve is certainly done by this time with its interest rate hikes at least for this cycle an analyst at blackrock actually said that the u.s two-year papers are screaming bye guys and indeed activity on fed fund futures now gives around 93 percent chance for another skip at the federal reserve's september meeting and also the probability of a pause in the fomc's november meeting has almost jumped toward the two-thirds level and S&P 500 recorded its best best week since June this year and the index rebounded to the highest level that we saw in a month while Nasdaq 100 index which is full of technology stocks that are liking the lower yields ended last week a few points below the 15,500 level and with trend and momentum indicators actually pointing at further possibility of more strength. So today the US and Canada will be closed due to Labor Day holiday but Europe is actually open for business and even though the week starts with quite a strong and favourable risk appetite in Europe as well due to the Chinese and the US news, well there is nothing in the latest economic data to actually make European investors cheer, unfortunately, because released last Friday Well, the euro area manufacturing PMI came in lower. It came in weaker than expected by analysts and it actually posted its 14th consecutive month of contraction and we also know that this due to the energy crisis that's also continuing to taking a toll on the european economic activity and while released a bit earlier last week remember well the latest inflation estimates for the eurozone also show that unfortunately inflation in the euro area just stagnated instead of easing and that was also due to higher energy prices in summary activity in europe is slowing but inflation is not and that's again due to the still too high energy prices that are pushing higher these days and that's bad news for the European Central Bank because there are now rising voices that the ECB won't hike its interest rates when it meets this month and Morgan Stanley even expects for example the European Central Bank to skip an interest rate hike this month as well. Now I still have a hard time thinking that Kristen Lagarde will walk up there this month and call a in interest rate hikes in the year of wild weakness in the activity isn't yet reflected in the price dynamics in the eurozone and while well, the european jobs market remains quite relatively strong still so there is not much reason for kristen Lagarde to go up there and say okay guys you know what we're done but in all cases the softening fed expectations didn't necessarily benefit to the u.s dollar bears last friday as the u.s dollar index actually did rally following the u.s jobs report which was weaker than expected whereas the euro dollar sank below his 200-day moving average with fundamentals, trend and momentum indicators all actually indicating or agreeing that the weakness in the euro dollar should extend further and the next natural target for the euro bears stand at the 106.15 level which is the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement since last September rally which should in theory distinguish between the continuation of the actual bullish trend in the euro dollar and a bearish reversal in the medium run. Now, it's quite obvious that if the US dollar further appreciates and that despite the softening Fed expectations and remains strong, because the U.S. economy is relatively more resilient to the tightening financial conditions and the rising rates in the U.S. than the rest of the world. And if the energy prices actually continue their upside trajectory as well, as it is the case today, and if also the Chinese woos worsen, which is what will certainly happened before the dust settles in China and consumers gain confidence and investors gain confidence as well, while the European stock markets will hardly be a good alternative to the US stock market. And indeed, if you're looking at a chart, we could clearly see that falling appetite for the European stocks since the beginning of this summer compared to the US stocks because the stock 600 index has been stagnating since the end of May, whereas the S&P 500 kept rising to a fresh year to date high since uh, December and I believe that there is a stronger case building for well, a dip below the 440 level for the stock 600 index than a U-turn and an advance toward fresh highs this year. In energy, the week starts with the barrel of US crude trading near the $86 per barrel level as the oil bulls continue buying the tight supply narrative from OPEC and from Russia. But looking at the crude's impressive rally since the 24th of August dip and also taking into account that the RSI index now flashes warning that oil has stepped into the overbought market conditions, we shall actually see a minor correction in oil prices this week before an eventual push toward the 89 to 90 dollar levels. Elsewhere the European natural gas futures remain highly highly volatile these days and that's obviously due to strikes that we see in Australia and well hundreds of Chevron workers will be going on a strike on September 7th this week so the situation is not going towards the right direction and these strikes obviously cause some decent decent positive pressure and especially Lot a lot of volatility in the European natural gas futures. But keep in mind, because it's important, that the European natural gas reserves are full by around 90% at the moment, and there is not a particular urge for the Europeans to rush actually towards these natural gas futures at the current prices. Therefore, the price rallies that we may see on strike news in natural gas prices remain interesting short-term trade opportunities for top sellers. So. This is all for this Monday. I'm Ipek Özkardeshka and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your supportive and interesting messages and feedbacks. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you again tomorrow and until then, good day trading.